Hello and welcome to Babe Cave. I am Amanda Pollock and this is the pivot episode. One moment. Took a sip of my rosé that is a little sparklier than I thought, but if you know me, you know I love a good sparkle. Hi. (laughs) So, oh, how are you? How are you doing? That is the question, right? How are we really doing in this time? Uh, This time, for me, as I think for a lot of people, has really changed a lot of things for me. And I'll get to that. But um, one of the biggest things is I realized that the babe cave sunset, if you will, is setting. Um, I started this podcast three years ago. You know, we've been through three seasons. And when I started it, I had this need for something creative. I needed to contribute. And uh, you can go back to the first episode to kind of hear that evolution. But it's funny how it still stayed so true to that initial idea. And, And now it's time to to move on. Um, you know, I started this originally because, you know, one thing was that I, I wanted something that I could do creatively and I could do it on my own. I had spent so many years relying on other people to do certain things, whether it was a web series or, um, improv or acting or whatever, you know, most things that we do are collaborations. And so this was something where I really wanted to put my thoughts out into the world, have good conversations with people who I love and respect, and just have a solid conversation around life issues that I didn't really feel that there were podcasts that were doing that. I felt like it was a lot of celebrity stuff or it was very surfacey, or if they were talking about deeper issues... It didn't really feel that you were able to dive in or have a different opinion about something. But, um, yeah, I, it's such a weird thing. Honestly, uh, this feels a little bit like the final curtain of a show. I, I have my full little podcast set up in my closet with my table and my microphone and, um, I felt like I I deserved um, to give you a proper send-off, that you deserved a proper (sighs) send-off. Man, it's such a weird thing, but um, but yeah, so I I, want to talk about um, what's been happening and and what the next thing is. So quarantine, right? I think for a lot of us, that's kind of when things really hit of like, oh, snap. Like, there's going to be some shifts, and we don't know how long this is going to last. For me, this is another thing. I have, I am very bad at talking about the things that I'm doing. I have skirted around stuff for years. I I realized uh, recently that I have been 
building up other people's dreams. It's not a bad thing to work for other people. I've learned a lot. People, like I've had very gracious bosses, but I have worked for other people's dreams for so long that I haven't actually invested largely in myself and the things that I really want to do. So at the end of last year, I had this um, kind of epiphany that I wanted to move into the world of book coaching. What's a book coach, you ask? Well, essentially, I, uh, or a book coach, and it could be multiple things, but they um, coach you through the book writing process. So it's developmental editing, it's project management, and just general support. And it's funny because the way that that came about was just how it does a string of things that you don't really think make sense. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, like I had heard from a woman who I follow. I've talked about her, Marie Forleo. I did her B-School program, copy career program. I'm obsessed with her. Uh, She had mentioned in her first book that she had hired a book coach to write her book because she just needed someone to hold her accountable. And so that little seed was planted. And the last job I had It was, um, I was an independent contractor and I was a content coach. And this is kind of why I wanted to also talk about this, you know, as a pivot episode. Um, And every time I say pivot, I just think of friends and Ross and pivot, pivot. Um, But I don't think I would have ever owned the name coach if it wasn't for my last job. So as a content coach, I helped clients and um, also the writers that we had on, um, not really on staff, but writers who we worked with, making, you know, helping them improve their work and their writing skills. And I was editing and it was a lot of this developmental stuff that I didn't realize how much I liked it. And I had edited in college and done a lot of developmental work when I was also a Facebook Live producer. So all of these little things added up and I re-had this idea of, you know, a a book coach, interesting, making this connection of like, well, technically I'm a coach right now, so what would a book coach entail? Found a book writing, book a book coaching program and it it just seemed like it clicked, like, I felt, and I say this fully knowing, and if you've listened to this podcast for the last three seasons, you know how my life has shifted and changed and how I am fully, I am a full believer in uh, us constantly being reincarnated. There is no final mountaintop. We are living a million different lives, right? So I had this idea about book coaching and I started taking the program And it was fascinating and I felt really good about it. But the truth is, is that I am pretty risk averse. I will wait for as long as possible until the stuff really hits the fan and then I'll make a move. So because of COVID-19, pardon me, had a little rosé burp but you love me. Hope you do. If you didn't, you wouldn't be even seven minutes and almost eight minutes in. But um, 
So then COVID happened and my independent contracting gig was dwindling down. <laughs> and I saw the, I saw, you know, what was actually happening and lost, lost that job. Um, but the, the real thing that I honestly realized was like, I have to make this work now. Like, I have wanted to have my own business, like a real business, for years. Even when I was acting, I still wanted to take business classes because I understood that there is a business on the other side of creativity, which is where a lot of people get screwed over. And, um, you know, the other thing is, is that it's so comfortable to live in this world of, like, a side hustle. So that word that phrase has really become this thing that people just latch onto. Oh yeah, that's cool. You have a side hustle. You have a, this side thing, which in some ways to me, and this is just me, but when we say that everything is a side hustle, in some ways it feels a little bit like a backup plan. Hi, hello, I am risk averse. I believe in bridge jobs. I believe in funding yourself. I, be, you know, I believe in all of that stuff. But for me, it was this other thing that I would not really talk about because I didn't want to mess up my LinkedIn profile. I didn't want people to, you know, think that I wasn't dedicated to their company. People are really, really weird if you're like, hey, I'm actually doing all of this other stuff. You don't want people to think that you're competing in anything. Um, so it's a weird space to be in, honestly. And I... Uh, I also didn't realize until that job ended and had this time, uh, I didn't realize how much time I didn't have to work on this business. Like I had been so used to getting up really early and, you know, having a few hours in the morning, you know, maybe even just like one good hour working on the weekends you know, working extra, not being super organized, not feeling like I was doing my best work. It was exhausting. But now it's funny because I, you know, I track my time and it's like, oh, when I get up, I don't have to cram other things in. I can just work on client work. You know, I have some, I have beta clients right now. It's really exciting. It's very fulfilling. It makes me feel that uh, all of my experience and all of my stuff is finally, you know, it, it's for something. Uh, something I also realized was that my experience previously uh, kind of messed me up for being overqualified. When I left Time, Inc., I remember being interviewed, and this was even true for my last contract position, but really being told, like, you're overqualified. I can't pay you what you should be paid. So I took less because there's sometimes you just need a job. But that's really crippled me. I'm going to be flat out. And I feel like especially uh, as a woman, it's hard to own some of that stuff. But I have just gotten to a point where I'm so frustrated, like, being grateful just to be considered, you know, um, 
trying so hard to bend over backwards to get people to do business with you when you're beyond qualified and there's other people who would die to work with you. Maybe that's a little strong, maybe. <laughs> but um, but you know what I mean. Like, you, you shouldn't have to constantly be trying to convince people that you're worthy. Um, pardon me moving around. I just had to throw my slippers off. Um, but, but I did, I got, I got really frustrated. And so there was this other thought that I had where it's like, you know, clearly me working for other people has not worked out. Again, I think that you can learn so much. I mean, there's even jobs where I did not like it when I was there. And I'm so grateful that I had that experience of even just to see what not to do. Because I feel like it's prepared me so much more, especially as I'm talking to people in my book coaching program who are just starting their businesses and they don't know about, you know, systems and processes or people are freaking out about their websites. Um, you know, people are freaking out about, uh, you know, initial offers or whatever. I feel I feel like I'm in a, in a good spot. Obviously, you always have things to learn, but I feel like I'm in a good spot. But um. But I decided pretty quickly, I was like, you know, I'm not going to, uh, well, I mean, technically, because we're all, I think most, a lot of us are on unemployment or whatever, you are supposed to be actively looking for work. It is interesting in Tennessee, they do um, encourage you if you want to start your own business, they have programs for that. So um, the conversations I've had with some of the unemployment people are interesting um, and the last time I was on unemployment, the woman at unemployment said, you know, you need to not just apply for any job. You need to apply for a job that you actually want. You Maybe this is a time that you can, you know, figure out a new path, pivot. Maybe this is, you know, when you start your business. Maybe this is, you know, a, a good opportunity just to actually do something you want to do. So I really had to think about that in the sense that, okay, so what is it that I really want to do? Is it that I want to work for other people forever? Is it that I want to never give myself a chance? Because I feel like that's a lot what I was doing. Like, I, I feel like I was not giving myself a proper, proper chance. So I'm a book coach. <laughs> I am, pardon me, I'm moving around and it probably sounds like really crazy. At least sounds crazy through my earphones and if you can't hear it you're like shut up but you love me uh so yeah I mean that's really where I'm at so I am um building a book coaching business um for food and entertainment professionals because that's my world that's where I come from so chefs um you know one of my beta clients she's working on a cookbook which is so much fun uh you know in entertainment like that that was my whole world. That's where I came from. I want to work with people who are leading in their industries who, you know, also have their, like, their game stepped up, you know? They want to level up. They want to act, they want to put in the work because they know that creating a story like that is so important. But that's where I'm moving. That's, that's what I'm focusing on. And you know, if I'm being honest, it would be so hard for me to kind of to keep Babe Cave up and be building this business and really switching a lot of the focus. Uh, 
you know, focusing on writing and um, creative work and things like that, which are things that we talk about on Babe Cave. But, you know, it's, I think that I would be doing you all a disservice. I thought about like switching things and material and whatever. And it just felt like, you know, it was better to leave Babe Cave how it was, how it started, how it should be. And, and just starting a new chapter, which brings me to, you know, the whole idea that I had about this pivot episode. So many of us are figuring out like what we actually want to do. Maybe you're working remotely now and your work has, um, kind of decided like, hey, maybe we won't return to the office. So it could be that you're able to live somewhere else. Maybe you've decided that you don't like your job or you need to be looking for something else. Maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you realize how much you just want to be close to your family if you're, you know, in self-isolation away from them. There's a million different things to think about in this time. And However you decide to pivot, it's okay. I mean, now is the time, right? And if you don't want to pivot, if you've actually, if you've just realized that things are pretty good and if you can ride this out, then it'll be all right. That's awesome too. It really is. I think right now there is... It's either you need to be building an empire or <laughs> you need to just be, you know, doing as little as possible. And I think there's a, a medium, you know, like there's a middle range, but it is a pit. <coughs> Woo! I'm just going to leave that in there. Why not? It's the last, it's the last episode. I choked. I think it was I think it was something from one of my cookies that I ate earlier. I mean, also, I have been baking so much. It's ridiculous. And then I make myself work out more. But I think it doesn't really make a difference if you're just eating more. But, um, yeah, I think that there is something about this time where you can treasure it no matter how you look at it. And you can utilize this time for what you want it to be. And this is where I'm going to say, maybe you don't talk to some of your friends so much. Because it is a weird time where I was telling someone this the other day that it feels a lot like 2016 in that you don't know where some of your friends stand on restrictions, self-isolation, quarantine. Um, people have very strong opinions. It's highly unlikely that you're going to change someone's idea of what is and is not right. So I found this for myself with people when you're talking about, you know, making a change or whatever. I've had a lot of people say, well, this is great for me. Well, I love this. Well, I, and it's like, okay, I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying what I'm doing. That's great that it's good for you. Maybe just listen. 
We don't all have to want the same thing. Just because I feel this way doesn't mean you have to justify why you feel a different way. That's fine. But maybe in this time when you're thinking about a pivot, whatever that is, maybe you just lean into your feelings. Or if you're going to tell someone, only talk to people who you really trust. People who have your best interest at heart. Because I've done this in the past. This was the last time I was laid off. And, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. This is different because now I feel like I'm on a clear path. But if you feel like you're not really sure what you want to do, people love to give advice. You know, they love to, to tell you where you need to be going. But maybe your pivot is to stop. Just stop and be. Maybe that's it. A pivot could be a million different things. And it's not that you're totally off track. It's not that you have forgotten about the things that you want deep down inside. It's just that you're moving a little to the left or the right. You're just, you know, if you think about in basketball, you have one foot on the ground and the other is rotating. You still are 100% who you are. You're still centered in who you want to be, where you want to go. It just looks a little different. You're just moving a little differently. Trust yourself because wherever you want to go, it's exactly where you're supposed to be. Maybe you need to be trekking up a huge mountain right now and maybe you just need to be standing still. Maybe your pivot is to stop. It's just to stand there and let some life happen to you Maybe not be so engaged with stuff. Maybe take a, a, a break from um, your hustle. If it's a side hustle, a main hustle, maybe it's whatever. Whatever it is, you know what it is. You kind of, you probably have an idea of something that you either want to start or stop. That you want to pivot towards. So give yourself grace to do it. Give yourself space and room. I debated for uh, quite a while if I actually wanted to do this episode and release this episode to make it true, (laughs) to make this real, because I felt that am I letting people down? Am you know I am I stopping before the momentum really you know gets a hold of this? The truth is, is let's pretend in a year, all of a sudden, like Babe Cave, like you know, if episodes are still up, which I fully intend to keep them up. Um, But, you know, who's to say that, you know, in a year people won't be like, oh my gosh, have you heard of this, you know, podcast? You know, like a, like a TV show, like Freaks and Geeks. You know, the, the fault, like the huge following came like way after. Um, Maybe it's something like that. I don't know. But it's not to say that you can't go back where you came from. It's not to say that you can't pivot back. Um, I think we get so nervous, and I say this for myself because I very rarely, like, go completely back the way I came, and I don't think any of us can. But just know that if you want to shift a little right now, you can always shift back. And when you shift back, you'll be absolutely in a different spot with the same intention, with the same goal in mind. But maybe you'll have some more relationships. You'll have some more insight and information about 
what it is that you really want. Maybe you needed that pivot for a while. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for, for showing up for three years. Thank you for allowing me to pivot. You've never told me that I needed to be anything other than exactly who I am. And that's why even when it got overwhelming or I felt like, oh man, I don't know what episode to put out, the support and the messages that I've gotten of like, wow, this episode, it really hit me. And um, people even just remembering certain episodes, it just blows me away. I mean, you've you've been there through a book launch and... <laughs> My um, not-so-love affair with my upstairs neighbor, which, fun fact, guys. Okay, so I named her Jane just off the, you know, I don't know. I just felt like she was a Jane. I don't know what that meant, and I have some good Jane friends. But I was like, oh, this rhinoceros who lives above me. And if you don't know that episode, go to the Assumptions episode. It's funny. But so Jane. Anyway, so she moved out. I actually moved into her old apartment. I got her mail okay, first of all, it was from the DEA. And I was like, oh, heck no. Um, but guys, guess what her, what, guess what her middle name is? Jane. This woman's middle name was Jane. So I was like, right the whole time. I was like, oh my gosh. But I returned that letter immediately. I was like, um, I do not need the DEA like pounding down my door. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine that? That'd be so terrible. Um, anyway, (laughs) You've been through that. Um, conversations with some of my favorite people and and mishaps and lost jobs and just figuring out this, this current state of events, which I feel like we've been through me too, and um, women's marches and, and all kinds of things. And I feel like we've come out on the other side with some small semblance of Maybe there's more to hear from other people. Maybe we don't know the whole story. I've never pretended that I know everything or that I'm right because I'm definitely not. But I feel like the people who show up, the people who have really been the cave, are kind, generous people. You are kind and generous and thoughtful. You care about people. You care about your mark on the world. Everyone can't say that. So I'm so incredibly grateful that you have showed up, that you have been here, that I hope you will stay with me. Um, AmandaPollock.com. Sign up for my newsletter. I'm going to be doing some new teachings. Uh, There's also um, a free guide over there, um, How to Create Your Own Book Writing Retreat, which probably is really helpful right now. Um, If you have a book that you feel like is inside of you that you want to be writing, get that. But um, it has been real, my friend. Um, It's so weird to like do this final sign off, but (sighs) you have made this worth everything. And I can't wait to be with you soon.